smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What is up, crew? Scotty hanging out, and it's Friday. Got Banner, and Banner, you got a new idea, man. This is the inaugural, we'll call this the pilot episode of What's in Your Jar. All right. Sounds serious. There's a story behind every jar. There is. But, uh, yeah, so we, you know, we just went to Oklahoma, and uh, we spent a lot of time hanging out with people, and even around here locally, but everybody that stops by, what do they do? Tell you the story, Bust man. out the jar, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's jar has got something kind of unique and different in it. And uh, the idea here is just, I, I just want to talk to people about it and kind of celebrate that. Um, people that have their own jars spend a lot of time uh, creating something right. uh, that's inside that you can't grow in a store or get from a star. Excuse me, I'm already smoking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, we, we, um, we just want to hang out and uh, just kind of chat. And uh, learn about, you know, what everybody else is smoking on and kind of what's up, man. There's a culture around all this. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what I was saying. The culture of the show. So today, introduced you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, man. Well, I had to set up the show. It's a pilot, right? So I tell everybody what's going on. But uh, coincidentally, our uh, our buddy Jaron here is a perfect example of someone who you would, whenever you see him, you want to know what's in your jar. What's man? in the jar, right? Oh, what's in the jar? And what's obviously, you know, there a lot of people, in there, there's nothing in there right now. Because, it's all ready to get smoked. Yeah, yeah, table, we, we've got it all out. We've got, we're, we're taking a look at it on the table right now. But um, yeah, you know, and a lot of people have actually seen me with this, with this exact jar. And there's definitely, you know, a story, I think, behind everybody's jar. Yeah. You know, what what's in it, what's on it, what's around it, you know, uh, uh, what's the color of it? Why do they, do they Where's carry it in a been, certain thing? Man. Where's it been, you know? And for people that have seen me, Anywhere in the country, um, they've always seen me with this jar. And there's a very, very, not this exact one. I've had many of these, but this particular um, jar. And it fits up your butt. It it fits in unique places. You know, I'm already interested because uh, I'm a a recycled kind of guy. And this blue jar, some of you may recognize it. This is a recycled Love and Inner Eyes jar. Right on. Um, And I like it because it's dark. And then, you know, a lot of people send us or give us stickers so shout out to our buddy JJ and uh, Miles. We we taste good, and then this was just gifted from a friend. So this is to end up Mountain Lion Garden Supply, by the way. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, these are all all you know. I have kind of a story behind all these, and same thing. So man, tell me about yeah about so, your jar and what you like about that one. What I like about this jar is it uh, it carries enough for usually about a day's worth of consumption to start with, right? So I can usually leave in the morning with having this thing <laughs> stuffed full, which is right at about a half ounce. So it usually keeps you like roughly in you know legal stature about anywhere you're at. How much? <laughs> how much weed do you go through a day? <laughs> you know, I mean, well, and also I, I Johnny Appleweed some shit here and there too. You, you know what I mean? It, so man. like you know, because that's the other thing you can't open the jar, show it to somebody, and then close it up and put it back in your pocket like an asshole. I've seen it happen. I've seen it I've seen it happen. <laughs> you want me to tell you that one person that only once. I think only once. Yeah, oh, man. no, but you can't cool. have any. So um, I like it, but I also I, I fit it right in my back pocket. So it fits very, very good in my back pocket. So when I would be out on the road and I'd be traveling, especially when when weed wasn't uh, legal everywhere yet, but right. I needed to be able to show somebody when I'm out there building a brand like New Millennium, I needed to be able to show people what it could do because they didn't really give a shit otherwise, yeah. right? It's like a so, Copenhagen ring in it, the back. Exa- well, yeah, I probably probably every one of my pairs of jeans <laughs> has a has a jar ring in it oh, on the left awesome. side. Mason ring. <laughs> a Mason ring. 
And uh, because I found I found that if I told somebody, hey, do you want to check out some product? And they said, yeah. And I took the time to run out to the car and come back. They had thought about how I probably shouldn't be opening a jar and weed in the, in the middle of their ah. store. And so and so I realized I had to do it at the moment. Right. It right. had to be right yeah. then. It couldn't be. Give me one second. Yeah, No one wants to wait. No one wants to wait. So if I could get him in that moment, bam. There it was, and it was so quick, and they didn't even have a chance to say, oh, wait a minute, no. I mean, it was like, hey, you want to check some out? Yeah. Everybody says, yeah. Yeah. Right? Before they even think, yeah, I want to check it out. So- Want to see some good weed? No. Yeah, You're no, fired, man. Yeah, This was a sting operation, right? You <laughs> never heard that before. store anymore. We found man. them all. So, so for me, that's kind of why I ended up, you know, on the show, I like how much it'll fit. I like how I can carry it pretty subtly in my pocket. I like, you know, um, and, and so it's just become my- my preferred jar. Um, you know, you can still see, because I do like darker jars and I like UV protected jars for the fact that it's obviously protecting your cannabis and you're obviously, we're all about terpene preservation, making sure your weed tastes good, everything else. Um, but at the same time, you know, maybe you don't want to open it up and let a skunk jump out in the middle of the restaurant. So you can still give somebody a little bit of an idea what you're working <laughs> with. You know what I mean? And obviously this one's been around the block a little bit, not a, not a completely fresh jar, but they get pretty, uh, Pretty crusty, but I like it's your calling card, though, man. Well, it's you know I, I've said, and many people have heard me say this. This you know these are my business cards, you know, and so I am true. I am proud whether it's personally, I'm very personally and professionally, you know, proud of that, and I've been able to take a uh, a personal passion and a hobby and and use it professionally because I'd be doing it either way, yeah, you know, and, and I'd be doing it either way. That's right? the, that's the key for me is like you know it's driven by passion and you just like doing it. It's a hobby of yours, and so you're driven by. Like it's something that makes you happy. Absolutely. And, and I'm my harshest critic too, right? You know, but but it's like when you go out there and you're proud of something, like like I said, how many how many jars do you think you guys really put your fucking nose in at, at the Cowboy Cup? I mean hundreds, if not thousands. A lot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a lot. And every single person. But I mean that that culture around the jar and the style of jar and everything else, I mean, everybody's got a story to it. Or oh, I don't know, that one just fits in my backpack, right? Right. Or I don't know, my friend gave me that. A long time ago. So just because we are creatures of habit after all. So you know I mean? so you, you have your jar today and I knew you were going to bring weed. So uh, I'm putting mine aside and I brought this instead. This is my jar for today. Excellent. And this is some Fresno ghost hot sauce. That is and, a good uh, jar, man. I've had what's in that jar before. Thank you. I'm actually psyched about it. I have plenty of weed. All right. I need more hot sauce. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, and Scotty grew the, the ghost peppers right. that are in here. Yep. And I made the sauce. So I uh, hope Excellent. you like it, man. Yes. Put it on your breakfast burrito yes. or whatever. Yes, I will. Anything. It's, uh, it's got some ghost in it, so it's got a little bit of heat, but it's not right. going to blow your head off. Awesome. Perfect. It's, it's good stuff. You've been pretty popular lately on the show, man. So first off, well done. Thanks. And I do think you you bring a different perspective. You bring a foodie's perspective, man. Oh, I'm a guy was that, a foodie at one time. I'm a guy that loves to get high, man. And uh, yeah, you're just a foodie, man. So I, I like it, man. Uh, Translates right over the strains. That's that, fair, but like, the, just to be clear, what I'm really more interested in is really the the people. And man, it's awesome being around people that have that joy and happiness from making something and then sharing it with their friends. And that to me is like what what's really all about. It is man, what it's I, all about. I love smoking your weed, but sure. man, I love like hanging out here right now. I mean, that that's what's fun about it to me. I mean, yep. I can smoke my own weed or smoke somebody else's weed at any time, but 
it this trans- is your weed, bro. It transcends just smoking weed, though. That's the thing. It goes yeah. above that, right? Because yes. we all can smoke weed, and I smoke exactly. a lot of weed alone, quite frankly, right? Because yeah. it's just going through my day, whatever, working. You sure. know, it's not you like have to, I'm to be always knocking that down. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So you know, it's like I, I, it, and it is about the process. Whether you're, you know, cutting it up or feeling it, you know, like I, I really love the feel of good cannabis when it has that velvety feel to it, you know, where it's not like, and and if somebody that's never broken up cannabis with their fingers wouldn't know what I was talking about, but it's yeah. almost like an ambrosia, lavendery kind of just like, it's like a warm hug, in, like already in your hands. And then you get the hash fingers from it. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, walking you, through a field you know, of I, spices. Yes. Yes. For me, it's just the idea that it's something that you can't buy and that you put on a, a lot of time and care into. And so I just really want to like celebrate and appreciate that because I know what it's like, man. I know what it's like to pop a fucking pack of seeds Mm -hmm. and, you know, go through five months to find if there's something that you even like. Right. And then from everybody I talk to, like, you you really should grow it out at least three times. What happened, man? (laughs) (laughs) How did this joint get shorter? (laughs) I have no idea where we were, man. But continue. Wait, what are are we smoking? Because this, I was saying, this got me staring in the fucking space. Man. Are we looking at the? We're looking at the red wet, uh, redneck wedding. It, that's right there. So that's what we're smoking right now. Jesus, man. That is from Surfer Seeds, uh, and that is uh, it's GMO Cross Trophy Wife. You know, I have to forgive me. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what trophy wife. wife was. Hang on, that is a redneck fucking <laughs> yeah. wedding right there, man. That is a redneck wedding. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got all new flavors, huh? Yeah, I definitely have some uh, some new flavors. And like How often saying, you, you switch know, it up, man? You, and you still hold the uh, the old ones? I I definitely hold certain old ones. I'm always kind of trying to rotate through a few new flavors, keep a few old flavors. And I'm comfortable with keep a few new flavors because even like you were saying like if you don't run through something two or three times mm. it, you really don't know I even have to run them like and we've talked about this many times without going down like the grow talk road you know it really is important about what works best in your grow yeah. right what works best in, in your grow isn't necessarily going to work best in, in my grow True. you know well, and I your lifestyle man I fucking finesse well, that's a, know, God bro. forbid I didn't show up in my grow one day all right I mean I had a couple of beers with the right. wife passed out Dude, the next day I show up about eight, nine in the in the evening, go on over there. Right. Ugh, my freaking solo cups are drooping. Yep, yep, yep. Jeez. <laughs> so I think I think lifestyle. I mean, I think that's a great a great point too. You know, and even like I travel, so that that creates a certain growth style for me or whatever. I mean, yeah. I've even had certain genetics that are just in certain uh, tents are just too intense in there. Especially some old school genetics, which I do have a couple old school ones on here, which are kind of going to be kind of fun to talk about. What's this one right here? That is unicorn. Poop. Oh yeah, yeah. So we've seen that Looks one. Looks like uh, it come out of a unicorn. Yeah, ass, yeah. We, we've seen that. That's uh, and that's uh, from Thug Pug. Um, that is a GMO cross as well. Um, excellent, excellent strain. Um, that's one that I've uh, got gifted to me from um, some nice folks uh, uh, in, in the grow scene here. Uh, I did not select it, but it was personally selected by a good friend of mine, and uh, he really did a banger job on that. But definitely love that one. Got better, better bag appeal than a GMO, but still has a GMO funk, which that's what everybody loves, you know, is a GMO funk. Um, so, you know. You guys are fucking connoisseurs, man. There is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different types of weed on here, man. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And you got them all, man. You it's all from the same all. plant. Hey, yeah, yeah. And it's all from the same plant. I mean, again, that's also the beauty of uh, phenotype. You know, genotype plus uh, uh, plus environment equals phenotype, right? And this is a, a direct, you know, um, a direct show of that. But, what, and again. Wait, wait, wait. Wines from the same plant, man. There's plenty of different fucking wines. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's like, I mean, apples too. They're all apple trees, right? Same plant, but I mean, a Granny Smith does not taste like a Jonathan, does not taste like a Yellow Delicious, does not taste like a Pink Lady, does not taste like a Jazz. I'm going to shall I go on? I was going to say, okay. All right. Favorite apple right now. Pink Lady. Envy. Okay. I don't even care if they're GMO'd. They're that good. You know what? I'm I'm a big Fuji fan, or okay, or I do like the Honey Crisp, but Fuji's. You can't forget about the Honey Crisp. Way sell out. They're triple the price, though, man. It's kind of. But they're triple the size. Some relation there. Some relation there. We actually had a DGC that sent us an email one time saying that he developed. I can't remember what it was like the Cosmic Crisp or something, but one of these new apples he had he had worked on and developed. That's wild. That's wild. I tell you. Well, and speaking of Washington, actually, which is where you know the apples did they come from here. But one of the coolest things ever, because I do like, I do like, because we love weed in jars, but this got me, you know, thinking and we were talking a bit more like, well, what else comes in jars, right? All these other procured things, whether they're, you know, um, um, saved and, 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 and stored foods or salsas yeah. or, or cured meats yourself, or any of these things, things that people procure. One of the, one of the coolest things I've ever gotten in a jar is uh, from uh, a friend of the show, Washgrown out in Washington and right brought me a bunch of uh, apple butter and jams and all these things. I think I lugged back like eight or 10 pounds worth of jarred goodies from the Indo Expo Portland one year. And I mean, awesome. the fact of the matter is he took that heavy ass shit all the way down, not only put all the time and effort into it, then lugged it out. And he's got this super heavy backpack that he's lugging around just you to find me and, and, and bless me with that shit. You know what I mean? So like that means a lot. And you see the love yeah, in there. Like I exactly. see the love in this bottle. You know, I see Scotty in this bottle. I see you in this bottle, you know? I, the, 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 the smile on your face right now, looking at that yeah, bottle, man, you know what I mean? It's like you're proud of it, you know, and and so people are so proud of their produce when they when they come with this stuff too. I'm I'm proud of my garden, you know. It's like I'll take pictures of my big tomatoes, and I think one of the best things you brought up is how cannabis. I do believe for a lot of people opens up a whole new world that they didn't think they were into plants. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, or they didn't well, you don't know, know how to yeah. grow or yep. whatever. I'll give you a and good introduction to plants. I agree. School. I agree. But it's like flow them. Okay, all of a sudden thanks. you're like, holy yeah. shit. And then you're growing peppers and then you're growing this and then you're doing all these different things, you know? And I do think, talk going back to a foodie thing and kind of tying this all together, you know, some of the best breeders and connoisseurs in this industry are absolutely former chefs, food people. You know, you talk about palate and you talk about process, right? Yeah. Because the French really know process. process were you Canadian? Process. It's, you know, it, uh, chefs and, and people like that and foodies and people, under, they understand process. The French understand process. That was what was beauty of, of Frenchie, God rest his soul, was that he understood process and showed that process. And even when you see the change from, from the resin over time and, and, and through that, you don't believe that it's going to even do what, what it does or even think about how cannabis, how soft it is when you're drying it, right? Right. It goes from this thing where you can like, you know, on the plant, it's like, it's got some give back yeah, to it. Then you hang it up two days later and you're like, you could literally go, yeah. you know what I mean? You're yeah, like, what the hell? It starts oozing out water. And then eventually, finally, it'll come back around and get, you know, start. so I don't know, it's it's all these different things in the process and all that. So I think that the cannabis does a wonderful job of opening up that world to people. And I think that they, they they tend to really latch on to many other healthy hobbies. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of it gardening, but a lot of it, you know, food-based and and and, and health-based and uh, intake-based, I I guess is what I'll say. I like to call them high-value plants. Okay. Right. The stuff you, you always <laughs> tell me, man, I can't find these in the store. You can't just go get these yeah. goat's peppers in Boom. the store or these red habaneros right. or chocolate hops. Or, or a real tomato. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on. You um, know what I mean? Anymore, you can go, you can go pay a whole paycheck and pay a little bit and get yourself a tomato, but I'll guarantee it's going to be better out of my garden than it is at a store. I really don't care. You know, now granted, that's part of the love and that's part of when you do grow something, you, you, you like it a little more, right? Because you're biased. It's like, well, you know, nobody likes my kid more than I like him, right? Because it's, well, it's my kid. <laughs> I, I made that. There's also <laughs> something cool about the cycle of it all. Like, uh, you know, we have like a Christmas cactus at home mm -hmm. and it only blooms at one time of the year. Right. And right now it's like that time and it's just starting to bud. And it's cool, man, because like you, it's the only time of the year that you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it makes it kind of special. And like, dude, when you bring bud over like this, it, it's not like you always have, not that you don't always have good bud, but you don't always have fresh flavors. Like this is a- right. This is a kind of a, a timely, you know, seasonal kind of thing. You know? Totally, totally. I would and call I always, this like fall harvest. Yeah, right? and I always try. It's funny because I've always tried to time things to get a good harvest out before Christmas. <laughs> always. Yeah, like I was going to say, dude, it's I've Christmas always, time. Always you can feel it, yeah, right? It's, yeah. it's what's today. Uh, we're, we're halfway through December. So 17th, this maybe? is the time of the year where everybody's like kind of reflecting back on the year. And it's like holiday Christmas party time. The friends and family are in from out of town. And man, it's such an awesome thing to have a whole bunch of fresh new flavors you know yep. what I mean oh, man it's, it's, it just makes everybody happy but good, good well, freshies you know, to the Christmas it, party well exactly yeah, and then my like, Christmas yes. presents are taken care of you know what I mean we, yeah <laughs> so you'll be getting jars now. I felt bad <laughs> I just went to, around to everybody at work and was like you'll be getting weed this year okay <laughs> <laughs> almost like you're getting coal if you're, you know <laughs> it's like, funny because you say it that way but man the person that you're giving it to if oh, they don't no, grow or like oh my god thank you so much you know much, what I've been saying know? to everybody don't buy any weed man <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, just Stay out of the shop for a bit. You'll, 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 you'll have plenty. Yeah. You'll have plenty of shit. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't go through a half ounce a day, man. Well, you know. Smoke about so, two joints a day, I would say, so it's, it piles up. Man. Well, here's the thing, man. It doesn't really matter. Uh, it's the same effort. I'm rolling a joint. Whether it day, gets man. like this or whether, you know what I mean, or whether it comes out top notch, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah. it takes the same effort either way. And I've had crops that didn't come out as well as I'd like. Well, I still did all the same work. I still put all the same effort yeah. into it. You know what I mean? And it's so it is anytime, whether it's a tomato crop, whether it's a cannabis crop, whether it's a strawberry crop, anytime you pull it off, it's an exciting time. Every time I see roots pop out, every time I take a clone and I've taken thousands, I'm still like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know when a clone roots and it pops out them big frosty roots, you're like, oh, yeah, man. So I know you have a Thank killer, you. killer outdoor garden, um, vegetables and stuff. Not weeds. Yes. 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 Um, do you grow anything, uh, Inside, have you tried anything inside, like hot peppers or uh, succulents or anything like you know, that? You know, I I definitely have a few succulents around the house, things like that. And I have, I used to pop all my own seeds and just sit under T5s. And so I'd literally, anything that was being transplanted, I would pop it myself. And that's veggies, where I've had you mean, veggies. Like out, outdoor yeah, garden. outdoor yeah, okay. And I've always had the best success with that. I don't typically intermix it with the cannabis just because bug issues and things there like that. Is. Yeah, it's just I've like... I've fucked with it before, man. And there just are, I'm asking. Put a I, lemon tree in my grill. Yeah, man. I'm I'm talking mean, about like it sounds thing. like a great idea. Nope. Okay, but what if you had a... So where I'm at is... Yeah. So the peppers, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm at, man, I, I kind of want to get like just a little two by two mm -hmm. and grow one chocolate hob, habanero yeah, that won't bush. With you, man. You can do and that. it, once it starts fruiting, it will just keep going. Mm -hmm. And then I'll always have, and that's one of my favorite varieties. So, and then by the way, uh, we have some buddies that sent us some seeds. So if I actually, if I get squeezed two in there, it'd be even better. But then we got some <laughs> super hots. I'll have to give you some seeds yeah. of those too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's the other thing we haven't mentioned yet is seeds. Is, yes. uh, yeah. So we've made some friends through growing weed and grow, growing weed, peppers man. and making hot sauce and Mama, making new friends got some friends now. Weed. yeah man got some friends who uh make their own like super hot varieties 
Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's so interesting. It's just like weed. People are pulling out different effects, you know, hot and different flavors. And it's super cool, man. They're really pretty plants. Man, you but anyway, so sativa it up. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, dude. Pura so that's Vida. the Pura Vida. You know what's funny is that uh, so I, wait, the other day, yeah. Scott and I, who were we talking to? Is it Lex or? Uh, I don't know. It's been a we, blur. Or, We've talked to or Orion. It might have been Orion. But anyways, we, we were hanging out and doing a show. And uh, I gave or no, you actually took it yourself. But uh, yeah, he started smoking the Pura Vida. I'm going to join up of it now. Blah, 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 blah. Which is great if you're doing a podcast, right? Right, right. No, it totally works. I've definitely gotten accused of, of uh, enhancing uh, uh, <laughs> 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 which has never been the truth, you assholes. <laughs> I'm just like that. <laughs> no, just naturally wound, man. Yeah, magic. So, so the other thing I'm curious about, man, is like, so in your jar, you have a bunch of varieties. And I yep. know that you are, you want to have kind of a spread of flavors. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that, so that is truly not all growing for your own tastes like you are intentionally having kind of a variety of stuff because you're sharing that with other people correct um not only am i sharing it with other people but i'm also really trying to show off the the genetic expressions and different things and that's always helped me really prove with new millennium running around with like hey this does something different it puts out more effect you know it individualizes instead of homogenizes so that's really because anybody could grab all right so we're looking at the uh, white truffle right there right and that's like the hot shit cron was uh you know uh posting about justin cron online it's a it's a a belief selection it's going for like five thousand a cut looks amazing it's a little bit finicky not gonna lie guys um I could bring that and just that, but then what's going to happen? They're going to accuse me of essentially just bringing the best strain, right? So it's almost like I had to bring multiples so you could see, okay, that one's a knockout, that one's a knockout, that one's a knockout, and then they all look different structurally, the style of the trichomes themselves, color, you know, all that kind of stuff. Smell, obviously. Um, but it, it's like, I just love different flavors too. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's the other thing. I mean, I've got stuff that's, you know, anything from, I mean, I love the GMO. I love the gas stuff. I've still got original glue, but then I've got some sativa stuff in there. You know, I've got some stuff that's a little bit more on like, I don't really have much fruit in there right now. It's all a little more. I hear a lot of GMO in the state and that's just the word that keeps Mm -hmm. coming up. It it, it is. It's, it's, I know it's popular and, and, uh, I don't have anything against it at all. It's just, uh, I, you know, everyone's got kind of a little different direction that they go in in terms of what they like. You know? Yep, yep. And it's also weird because it's like what's popular. It's the team it up with some and, uh, it'll, help we, you, it'll help you talk. It'll help, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, it'll I'm help getting you. a little shy over here. <laughs> Famous last words. It'll help you talk. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm just, I'm honestly a sucker for the new flavors and just like what's out there at the end of the day. Like I'm ahead. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'd be doing this. Whether I was in this with work or not, I just got lucky enough that I got to do it for work too. You know what I mean? Just tell people out there though, yes, we're very lucky, but there's also a lot of hard work that goes into it once you get those opportunities. Without a doubt. Because when you you get those opportunities. It's not just smoking weed. No, no, we make it look easier. So doubt about we, we we made the joke even trying to get this scheduled up, right? It's like, yeah. oh, okay, sorry, I got this scheduled, I got that scheduled. I felt you like a douchebag. Yeah, you were like, like people might think we actually fucking work. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> dude, I feel like I'm like, let me check my schedule to see when we can smoke weed together. Yeah, or like, hey, I gotta go. I have to go smoke weed at eleven o'clock. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so winning. Okay. But, I, but I'll agree with you. And I mean, I've I've worked hard. You know, I've worked hard in the degrees that I've done. I've gotten some opportunities, but then I've taken them and I've done something with them. Because at the end of the day, 
Something like luck is truly where hard work and opportunity meet. So those things, those are not necessarily just because you work hard doesn't even mean you're going to get an opportunity. And even on the on the worst side of things, if you get an opportunity, but you haven't worked hard, you're just going to fuck it up anyway. You know what I mean? So I that was something that that I was told long, long ago is that that's where hard work and opportunity meet. And just because one's there doesn't mean unfortunately for the record that the other one's going to be there, but you've got to be ready. You've got to be working hard. So when the opportunity's there, you can take it. You know, I mean, I know that you made some moves to put yourself in the right position to be here today, as far as even physically moved you and your family up here to, to Colorado, because that was where shit was going on. And you had, I'm assuming I, you know, waited your whole life for it to be legal. And it's like, holy shit. Okay. Let's go do this. Fuck yeah. You, you know what I mean? Phone call in about 10 days, <laughs> I did 10 days till I was here. So there you go. You 36 know what I mean? hours of thinking. Right. So like, I mean, I, 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 I appreciate you saying that too, because I do feel that we're lucky because, and, and in fact, here's a little, and I think you actually suggested this book to me. Uh, out, um, <coughs> it's not outsiders like the old seventies uh, book, but it's, um, outliers. Outlier, sorry. I always think it's a great book. I love how it breaks it down and really talks about, yeah, it's more about really like being in the right place at the right time. But if you haven't worked your ass off and are ready for that, it doesn't matter anyway. But it's so about opportunity oh, and how yeah. this person could be just as smart or whatever as the next person, but is the opportunity there or whatever else. So little little uh, book suggestion for some folks. I tell you what, though, man, it's cool being a stoner. I get to now just ask Google questions and it answers it, whatever I think about, you know, sometimes I watch a video on it. I'm you always have someone to talk to. Think about it, man. Dude, going to fucking school to class baked wasn't that much fun, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit more fun than that. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely a little bit more fun. Absolutely. So you guys had a great time at the cup, obviously. And I think it's real cool because I'd even, I'm sure some of you saw like, it's funny how this came together too, right? I posted um, a picture of my jar that I went out for <laughs> with today, and it was kind of like, oh, well, isn't that isn't that serendipitous? Um, I didn't use that word. He did. <laughs> wow, man! Look at you, well, vocabulary and shit. Man. That one, that's one of them where serendipitous in like the ninth grade, I had to take a vocabulary class. For some reason, every one of those words is embedded in my head, man. You know what I mean? Serendip yeah. Unforeseen happening of fortuitous spelling events. <laughs> Serendipitous. <laughs> I can't remember who the fuck we talked to last week, but I can remember the definition of serendipitous. Well, it is kind of mad. It's a horrible word. Lugubrious is ridiculously mournful. I never <laughs> use that fucking word, man. I don't even know. It's like I got hit on the head during a vocabulary test or something, man. <laughs> Oh, shit. So I will say that uh, jars are awesome. Style of jars is awesome. I think that the I'm very interested to see where this segment goes too. I think it's going to be interesting. I'd love to hear, you know, what are the random ass <laughs> things that people store in jars, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, or you think about like old jars, like going through old barns or old pieces of jars or old like the the little like uh, medicine jars and stuff from like back in the day with little cork top stuff. Yep. I mean, like glass and jars and really everything that's associated with that really pretty damn interesting yeah and around here it's uh comical how uh, if you go to the grocery store uh just when you're walking down the aisle just see if there's uh, a lot of like ball jar products in stock or not i'm gonna start with and shit. it's hilarious how it's more often than not it's like empty out so it's definitely oh yeah well, let's just around say, here yeah yeah that's what i'm saying jar, like, everybody's putting bags. shit in jars let's just say the pepsi out, center man. is no longer the pepsi center it's now ball arena as in ball jar <laughs> is that uh -uh. true 
That is an absolute fact. Holy really? shit! Wow. Yes, yeah, and the, it's got written right. It's got the ball like logo right yep. on the side. I just went to the Nuggets game on Wednesday. Really? Yeah. The baseball team is sponsored by turkey bags now. Yeah. So like for the longest time. By the way, so one of the, another reason that I have these is for the longest time I couldn't. Or this one actually. So you know, around here it's super dry. Yep. And Colorado crumble. So you really don't want to be toting around. I'm out. I'm out. He's out. He's out. <laughs> Uh, you don't really want to be to toting around a really big jar full of weed because it's just going to all dry out, right? That's a good point. So having a, a little like to go like smaller jar, uh, you're not drying out as much as at a, at a time. So, anyways, those little mason ones uh, were sold out for like months. Like you just couldn't get them. And then they also sell the plastic. <laughs> the bits. pandemic, people grab. Yeah, them. it's I like a run right. on. It's like a run on. That you know what? Stuff. I yeah. when I was smoking a lot less and not growing weed when I was much younger, I used to uh, take. You know, when you go to the like a, a decent breakfast and you get like a little mini jelly jar. Yeah, I used to keep. Oh, dude, I I had so many of those little <laughs> you know, mini. They jelly charge jars. the waitresses for those, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right, looking at some. I guess we'll run through the rest of them before we get out of here, right? So that's Gorilla Glue. Everybody's seen that. I still personally love it. I love the structure. I love the smell. I love the smoke on it. Um, it's one of those ones that a lot of people grew for a long time. Then so many people grew it. A lot of people got rid of it. I still keep it around. I still love it. Yeah, it's so that's what, like one of your like headies though, really, right? Yeah. Like that's the one that you're not going to get rid of because it's your personal preference yes. and you just love it. Yep. So that's I'll grow cool, it if, man. if nobody else likes it. Yeah, and exactly. Now this one here, this is definitely, this is Foco Cough. So this is original Foco Cough from the mid nineties. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's well, I don't even know what the exact genetics, I just know it's some sort of haze variety. Very popular here it's in the uh, mid nineties. NL5 haze cross. That's what, I, that's what I've always heard, or that's what it's assumed. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. It's supposed to be ran like 12 weeks if you can. I didn't run it that what? long. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard that it's definitely long. Yeah. Um, this is, so yeah. let me stop you for a second so something like this is a real treat to have man this is like a really old cut that's local and uh and and when you uh you know need to run it for 12 weeks you know if somebody runs it out and shares it with you man that's pretty pretty cool so i gotta i gotta be i'd be so fucking pissed if i ran this for so to weeks, be man. super fair i did not run that 12 weeks i ran at nine but that's because of winter frost i you really can right. like get things to finish properly with winter using it correctly you're not going to get as much uh, total weight, obviously, because you're cracking off like three weeks off it. Sure. But I did get it to finish, um, although it took longer than everything else. It just kept hanging on, kept hanging on. Yeah. And that's a that is an older strain, though, right? Like, uh, do you know anything more about like time frame? When, so the, when the that guys was that I know that were you know graduated high school in like let's say the late '90s, early 2000s. This is absolutely like what was that's what they were smoking. That was good stuff. So I've got it. From what he says, it's more like, and this is. Uh, um, right Hash now. Doctor uh, uh, on uh, on IG, he uh, he would say like mid nineties. You know what I mean? Is when this kind of became popular. Very heavily grown in uh, Risk Canyon. You know, only probably in the hands of a few people and done well. But Banner looks like he's smoking like we pulled out a bottle of wine from 1996 and we were like, yo, check kind this of out, man. You know, or what was funny and even even if you look at, at all these, you know, the difference between this, you know, modern cannabis and older school cannabis. But if I think about getting a bag of that in the mid nineties, I would have been stoked. I would have been amazingly excited at this point. It's more of a treat because it's an old school strain. Yep. It does smoke. I can very feel good. it though, man. Oh, it's dude. It, it hits you right here. And it, it's definitely <laughs> got that real long expansion. As you get a little so, cough out of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. And I, I, for me, so something like that is also kind of interesting because uh, it's been around for a long time. 
like around specifically in this area. Yep. And so the buzz that from it is like a blasty sativa, right? Yep. And that's like pretty representative of people around here. Everybody likes to be outside <laughs> and doing something outside and yep. running around with the dog or whatever. Right. And, and even so, the people that used to like come here to Colorado, they were recreating doing all those things. Exactly. And so, getting cannabis. So that strain makes sense, man. And it does have like, it makes sense. It's like something that you would want to enjoy here to feel, yeah. feel like a local. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. yep. Whereas like I have friends in LA who, uh, man, they, they just love those super heavy indicas because right. they're so annoyed sure. after spending four hours in the car driving home. <laughs> and when they, they get home, they're like, on. I'm done. I just want to get stoned, you right. know? It's it's very true. So that one, I, I I mean, the only person I knew for the longest time was Professor P at Dynasty Genetics that actually held this in his collection. And this was probably four or five years ago. He told me he'd had it for over 20 years and brought it back himself from Fort Collins. So... That you know, again, that's the other person I know that's got a pretty good timeline on it. And yeah. one of the only people he does have out of a uh, relic seeds, he has um released like I think a cough F3 or something like that. Um, for anybody that is looking for something like this or even something that's been worked a little bit more, um, could be interesting. And that's Dynasty Genetics and Relic Seeds. That's uh, those are both Professor P. Great guy, by the way. A little shout out, Professor Pete. All right. Um, so I, I, I always I will get say him though, and Master like, P it, it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that, dude, that's got a completely different profile and buzz than most of the newer weed. Really? Uh, for, hands down. I'm too high it, to it's a, it's, now, I don't know, man. It's that, like, it's a sativa high. It's that old, blasty, just what I think of is that just up, happy, get shit, like, get shit yeah, done. just get shit done yep. kind of high, man. Yep. So here's here's the opposite, right. but like a similar old school strain. Right. Has a little bit more to modern look, heavier oil content, things like that. Really skunky nose. That's original Trinity that was bred in, of all places, Topeka, Kansas. And I actually came <laughs> that's across. Scary. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, wild, I thought it was right? all cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I love Northern California weed. And you're Pop- like, oh, no, no, no. No, no. Kansas. Popularized in, in, um, in Northern California. Definitely made its way up there. But without a doubt, came out of Topeka, Kansas. And I actually smoked this when I was like 18 years old. So this is also one of those strains where everybody's got kind of their white elephant strains, right? There's a couple of them I have. Sure. This is one of them that I had had many, many, many years ago and was always like, was it, is it as good as I remember it? Or is my memory tainted because my experience with high quality cannabis wasn't what it is today? Right. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I want to guess that you had a lure tolerance at the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, right? yeah. I mean, everybody did. Right. Right. So is go. that, uh, we don't know what it is, but it, it, I, I just want to say that it's got skunk in it of some kind. It's it's super skunky. Yeah. Super, and, yeah. And, and for some people, I mean, they've called that like, you know, a carbon filter killer. Like one of the things, even if you read in like um, uh, the Canna Bible, I think he talks about it like being, you know, one of the smellier varieties that's that's out there. So definitely um, pretty, uh, pretty gnarly and, you know, old school as well, but has a little bit more of a modern look, which is which is kind of cool. It does. It's not super fluffy. It's got a little nope. bit of density to it, and it's definitely frosty, bro. Yeah, nope, definitely frosty. Super skunky. I've definitely enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Grows pretty slow. Yeah, it's it's just funky. It's cool growing some of these old strains. So, you know, I'm always trying to find something cool to grow and then and then something new. Well, I, can dig on, I can dig on that. That's good. Are you still doing eight weeks and done? All these Eight things? and a half, nine max. <clears throat> right. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, you know... Take them down through nice. that kind of, you know, eight, week eight to nine. And winter sure. frost really kind of allows you to do that because it does crash them fast. So something like Wi-Fi, as we get to Wi-Fi, it's already going to be wanting to be done by about 
eight weeks. Right. So if I put winter frost to week seven, by about week seven and a half, it's going, all right, you know, and I could take it then. I'll usually push it to right at the beginning of week eight and then kind of take everything down over a continuum of that week. But by using that product initiating senescence, you know, they'll all take a little bit different time to actually crash. And those, those sativas that would like to go longer will take another two or three days, but eventually it gets to them and they start crashing pretty hard. So yeah, you know, cause I don't like to, harvest the whole garden in one day either right. that's like fucking right. impossible <laughs> um, um so yeah that's the wi-fi white fire definitely been out there it's a nice og strain um i've had that one for a good while white wi-fi is white fire or yep. OG. yep this yep is- and that's uh from uh rf3 who's uh yeah, he's a friend right of the on. show as well absolutely yeah. man shout yeah, out to all that yeah. dude on instagram yep 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 absolutely, yep he's man. definitely always he's in denver he's in denver he's always put stuff in the cups back when there were cups um <laughs> it's gonna happen again wait a second it's yeah, gonna I, happen i know i remember that dude yeah, yeah super R3, he man. got like a second place probably or, yeah super nice and, uh, guy he had uh, no i remember smoking his weed man great he had uh it was why would they have like a sfv or something else in it now you're fucking pushing it man i don't know jesus How, when you guys can remember this he Wait, does yeah, think is he this his flow. or is this the oh, cut jesus, this is the cut this is not his so he has worked with like uh he what is that company out of denver and also darkness grows him and uh they always come around the cups you guys would definitely recognize him for sure i know i just both, remember man. because he was super, he's been here man i thought it was oh, yeah sh- that's right i thought yeah. earlier yeah i thought it was a strain that he made himself and it was like a og something or other. there was another one you're right and, and it's a local denver a little seed company that he partnered up with and i want to say wi-fi might have been part of it yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it yeah. was not just Wi-Fi. It's something boy seeds. I can't but remember. I keep having swamp boy, but that I know was, that's not it. I do remember that. That was delicious, and I, I'm, I have to check it, but I'm pretty sure you got like a second place out of that, too. I believe And so. I remember how happy he was, man, and that's kind of the thing about this show. Yep. It's like he, he, oh, made, he's those, yeah, he yeah. made those seeds, grew them out, came, shared it with everybody. He was so proud of it. He loved talking about it, and then it was fire. There you go. And, and that's and what it's why? about. And that's yeah, what it's that's about. That's what it's about. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm beating a dead horse now. <laughs> you can't uh, everybody gets bad. it, right? Everybody gets the show it. now. <laughs> it is the pilot. Um, <laughs> this is your guys'. So we're on a pure uh, no no, this is uh, the uh, Paloma. That the is cherry my, Paloma. I my cherry Paloma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did sneak it in there, but yeah, it looks it. good. It's nice gorgeous. Okay, here's my story. It's a JR token cut, man. I know. My buddy Brad from Raw Genetics bred it. It's his creation. I know that guy forever nice and uh <clears throat> from when he was just starting up and i seen a fucking big old line at uh at the cowboy cup i Excellent. was like respect man Excellent. Yeah. and i realized when he grew that why mm-hmm. fucking bomb man you did well on it you definitely did well on it i mean i'm, I'm it's I'm easy impressed. it's an easy one to grow i'm impressed. fairly light feeder but easy to fucking grow i was done done in eight weeks man. yep yep yeah yep. and uh jr has uh JR is another one of those jar dudes. It's Except jar, JR will have two, a couple big jars because yeah. he's from Oregon, right. and he doesn't care about it drying out. No, no, no. <laughs> so no he'll problem. have the big, the big right. jars. Not but anyway, uh, <laughs> he, he's he's got that cherry pull, or he's the one that found it. But uh, he's brought that around a bit, and um, that is the thing that everybody wants. It goes immediately. I remember I didn't even get any in Oklahoma because it was all gone. Damn. Well, you have always gifted me beautiful cuts, man. I would like to gift you a cut of the Cherry Paloma. We man. can do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Man. No, I Is there I like an official out. ceremony we have to yeah, do? Yeah, you know, we have yeah, to drink like blood out of a seashell <laughs> or something. Yeah, man, I'd love to see you grow that out because it is a fire I got cut. one for you, man. Please yeah. don't, don't leave without it. Yeah, hell yeah. I want to yeah. see what you do it's, with it. Yeah, perfect. It is, uh, it's straight up uh, chopped cherries peaches and a little bit of grapefruit at the end awesome and it has a very confusing 
I could like use some good fruit. High. I mean, even talking about what's on the plate right now, I could use some fruit. You know what I mean? I really yeah. could. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's spacey. So you you will just smoke it because it tastes good, and then you're gonna realize like I am just <laughs> I'm out of the world. You know. And what the last one is the Pure Vita, right? That was well, I, or did we start with the Pure Vita? What we made it around? I put any out? Did I? Pure Vita. That's, that? yeah, that's that, out of your jar, isn't it? Uh, I think that's my yep. Pure Vita. Pura Vida. Pura Vida. Yeah, that's a Bodhi cut, and that's uh, L.A. Pure Kush and Appalachia. Oh, yeah. I want to say, which is like green crack and yeah. tree dog and yep. something like that. Yep. Uh, so it's just got. Well, <laughs> it's and, got I, I don't know. I know that doesn't mean. Keep track of all this. I know that doesn't words, mean anything words, to you, words, but those, words, those are very, very good, strong yeah. genetics. And um, that cut is just. It's all time, man. It's just got everything. It's really good, um, easy to grow. I know that you, you're good. You're, uh, it's been passed on to you now. Nice. Oh yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. So it looks like the garden's going good, though, huh? I know you know you've. Uh, it's like you got you guys got enough shit to talk to on. You finally got the garden going, huh? I got it on autopilot, man. <laughs> yeah, it's I got good. It on fucking autopilot. Well, that's that's I have really to show what up we're supposed every couple to be. Days and what we're supposed to be is just a, a room manager. I tell people that all the time. You're, nobody's growing a plant. The plant is growing itself. We're just managing the environment. Some goes out, oh, I'm here to do something. You know, I see something, oh, I'm here to help. Right. But that's it. I mean, the plant's doing the magic. They just ain't doing shit. They just need a little bit of company. Yep. Yeah, I feel like I you pissed know? off the weed gods now, man. I'm still paying attention, man. Don't fucking give me root apes and shit. Right <laughs> I'm still paying attention. I promise. Yeah. I this promise. Is, this is no, fun time. Though. It's nicely, man. Nice, man. nice. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, I'll get you. Have you tried out the can control from Mammoth yet? <laughs> their uh, their pesticide. Uh -oh. I'll get you guys both some. I got samples of that on me as well. Yeah. Time oil based. Um, really, really soft, man. Like it's really, uh, you can use it one ounce a gallon up to three ounces a gallon. I've used it all the way up to four weeks of flour and it won't even burn the hairs back at one ounce a gallon. Does it have cinnamon in it? It does not have any cinnamon in it. Just time. I have a, I have which a cinnamon will, I have burned plants with cinnamon. Oh no, I have a good friend who is like <laughs> really allergic to cinnamon. So he has a tough time finding. There is. It's time oil. It's strong, but it's a good, and it looks like a pesticide. When you put it together, it like turns white, but doesn't leave a lot of residue on the plants. Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's actually a pretty amazing product. Um, used, obviously, as a preventative, but can be used up to three ounces a gallon as a knockdown. I use it basically weekly or biweekly. Can use it as a soil drench as well. Um, literally, we saw somebody get rid of root aphids with it. Um, by Now they were doing full dunks. Now it's the worst root aphid infestation you've ever had. Not naming names, but they had to. Hmm. They, <laughs> Was it you? No, 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 no. I feel like we're like at the beauty parlor, you know, talking. I'm not naming names. Where's the infestation? You I ain't heard saw. it from me. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. Um, but they would literally take uh, take full plants and dunk them in rock wool into a five gallon bucket uh, before transplanting. So anyway, wow. um, I'll get you guys both uh, both some of that as well, and a little plug for can control. Yes, I would like to give you a little plug, man. You have a new job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so work for Mammoth. Now, I work man. for Mammoth now. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, You're on Team Micro. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. No, it's been great. Obviously, you know, uh, New Millennium's still great friends of mine. Hell, I was at the Nuggets game with them Wednesday night. Um, they still give you clothes. Man. Yeah, I still, I still got clothes. Still you know? <laughs> so still repping. Still good friends of mine. You know, still. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I just need to think, keep things a little closer to home. Yeah. I've been traveling so hard. I got a two and a five year old. I now. know, man. So it's just. You know, life gets 
gets harder and harder and more complicated. I'm glad to see it. I was listening so, to a podcast, the Jim Jeffries show. I've been mm-hmm. plugging him lately. And he's like, I'm stopping stand-up comedy. This is my last time. And he goes, I was home for the pandemic. And he goes, I just realized what I was missing. Yep, you know? yep, yep. And I think there was a lot of that too, even for myself, even though I did travel very hard through the pandemic because we were like, here's an opportunity. When anybody else had been shut down, like I went hard. I, I touched I touched not just the state, the actual water of the Pacific Ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. the Gulf of Mexico in 21 days right. turned around a month I later you're gonna say 24 hours no, God, no. <laughs> in 21 days and then but did sales trips all and then turned around a month later and did in 18 days uh slept at all four time zones in one week at one point in time why i don't even remember but um you know so it's like yeah i needed to just slow Bucket down a list. little bit yeah. <laughs> you're a maniac man yes yes you do so, so we live in a nice place it's been know? good and it's been good being back here i know it's been a long time since you know i've been back in the studio i thought it was great timing and you know it's always a pleasure being here it's always a fun seeing everybody hanging out you know uh getting to interact with the whole dgc and especially now that the world is you know opening up a little bit more and our, you know, Cowboy Cups happening and, oh, yeah. you know, we got to, you know, Vegas happened, which was, which is great. And, you know, so it's, it's been good seeing everybody again, you know, because you don't realize how, just how cut off we all really were, it sucks, you know? Man. So remember how we always used to talk about how small the world is? Feels a lot bigger all of a sudden again, doesn't it? It's getting a little bit bigger. <laughs> it's it is nice, nice to have, it's nice to have people in studio instead of all on the it is Zoom. But I mean, it's nice to smoke a joint. Not everybody could be here, but man, Likewise. yeah, sure. Although I had no idea how to pass you the joint, so I just smoked my own. Man. <laughs> I just couldn't find. You know, you look for an opening to get out in traffic. You know? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just gonna fucking stay here. I'll put it in park for a while. <laughs> put it in park for a while. Well, okay. always a pleasure. I appreciate you guys very much. Good always hanging, great man. fucking Good coming. Hanging. Congrats on the new on the Thank new mammoth. Come on over and talk to Thank us. Honestly, uh, I always like to talk IPM. It's one yep. of those things that we could always improve on. Always do better. And right? I will find them somewhere. I think the next segment is going to be you got to smell all the oils I've trialed, man. Oh man! Holy fucking weirdness! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't smell. <laughs> I don't know what they use, man. It's Who natural. Knows? It's for outdoor use. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, it's something you're not smoking. <laughs> yeah. Good hanging, boys. Thank you so much for uh, showing us what's in your jar. Hey, look, they're all not going to be like this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you start. Yeah. You got to put is, the bar you know, somewhere. Start, I started guess. strong. But if you got something cool in your jar, man. Oh, I got. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got plenty lined up? Woo. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll All see. right. I, I've seen some some people growing some really good stuff. There's right, some man. great weed. Take it away, yeah. man. Take it away. All right, y'all. This no has been offense. fun. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next time. Later. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says to take a little break, let me 